hello and hello. Welcome to another edition of A Different Identity. Before we get started, I want to let you know that this show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and guess who is back? My controversial counterpart and my... And, uh, Darn it, author Pamela Mitz. Shoot. Each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all we share experiences. And we do it because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better. And that is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and your better starts today. So once again, it's time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Y'all watch what happened. Pamela. Yes, 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 yes. Well, welcome back. back. I was I was trying to look for something clever to say, and it just didn't come to me in in the time frame that I uh, uh, was hoping uh, that it would. Uh, but welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How you feeling? So I'm sure so, everybody wants to know. I feel I'm probably eighty percent better. I still have to get a little stronger to. Endure probably a whole eight-hour day, but I am doing very, very good, and I'm happy about that. Good. Yeah. So, for those who didn't know, I had to have emergency open-heart surgery, and thanks be to God, I am here, and I am back, and I'm ready to cut up and show off and get all of this energy out my system tonight. Before we, I let Lawrence loose and I came up just for old time's sake, let me tell you and remind you, even though I've been away, I was only away about a month from Facebook, and we have an active Facebook page. It is entitled A Different Identity Radio Talk Show Page, and we invite you, you and yours, to join us on that page. We have lively conversation about so many topics, and I'm sure that you would enjoy the banter because some days it gets a little rough in that room. I even back out and I look in, peep, laugh, and come right back out. So if you enjoy what you hear on Thursday nights, we surely will invite you to join us on Facebook. Send us a member request today. We also have an email address. It is entitled a different identity at gmail.com. We invite you to join us by way of email as well. We welcome your comments. You know, we welcome your suggestions. You know, some of you all, I know some of you all were tired of hearing Lawrence all the time by himself. And nice. You, just miss, nice. you missed a wonderful pan. Well, I'm back. And you can send comments and tell me how much you missed me. I like those <laughs> comments. They make me feel so good. So send us a little something, something, whether it's by email or on the Facebook page. And with that being said, Lawrence Jackson, let's get started. Hey, before we get started, Pam, I, I want to send a, a special shout-out to your girl, Trina, uh, again for, you know, letting you know that I was not doing a good job um, and she was asking you to come <laughs> back. So I'm sure she is uh, the reason why you have returned. Um, and we appreciate her because even though, you know, she probably got tired of me talking, she did uh, listen, so I can't complain too much about that. Let's let's get started. So, you know, Pam, I was looking at something that was I, – I had another question prepared, but then 
I saw this um, that you posted um, where it talks about um, breaking a man's heart. And so, you know, there are a bunch of comments on here, and I want to get started tonight talking about that, and and um, and, and we'll kind of go from there. But but the the mean for those who are not on the page again, I encourage you, just like Pam did, to to join a different identity. Uh, talk radio show so you can be involved in some of these conversations. But the uh, the question says, breaking a man's heart is much deeper than what you realize. It destroys his outlook on love, his future relationships, his inner peace, never to be the same ever again. And so what I'd like to do um, is, is ask, what, what made you post that? You know, when I saw it, I was actually um, kind of floored at it. Okay. Now, I hear men all the time say what that mem said about that they really, it, is, it takes them, it's a hard time for them to bounce back when their heart is broken. And I was even more shocked at the responses of men saying it was true. Because men always try to act like they are the hard one and they got this thing. Once they, they can handle everything, they good. And so when I saw that them, I said, oh, this will be a good one for me to put out there to see how they're feeling and what they really think about this. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my energy behind it. So what did you think about the responses if you had a chance to look at them? I did. I did go back and look at it. I was um, actually surprised. I mean, the men were in total, total agreement with it. There was not one man that responded that it was false. And I found that interesting because you hear women all the time talk about or express themselves when it comes to being hurt behind love and, and those loving relationships. But men don't say much. They don't talk about their broken heart um, publicly. You know, uh-huh. it might be a thing that you which, might even share it with your mama, but you're not really going to share it in a public setting. That's uh-huh. shocking. So many men were like, oh, that's true. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. Are you close to the mic? You're breaking up. Pam? I think Pam's having some technical difficulties, so while we're waiting for her to come back, I'll, I'll kind of give my take on it. I mean, I, I'm definitely one of the ones, and I didn't respond on the actual uh, meme itself, but I definitely do think that it's true. And just as I begin to kind of look through some of the comments, um, I, I saw some stuff like um, it's tough because um, men don't bounce back the way that women do, which I thought was a very interesting comment. Um, there was another person who commented who basically talked about how it says there's far too many good men who have been ruined by a person who broke his heart, and now he is unable to bounce back. And they talked about how um, bitterness seems to set in when this happens, and it really takes a special type of – now, they say a special type of intervention for the healing process to begin. And, Pam, if if you're back, 
I what am. do you think this person what do you think this person meant by a really special type of intervention? Um I thought that was kind of interesting, um, to to hear. Um mm-hmm. because you know, I'll say it like I'll say it like this as a response to it because I didn't want to get this thing here because see the devil mad because I'm on air tonight so he cut me off and all kind of foolishness. But um, I'll say this: I have, and I'm sure a lot of women have had one-on-one conversations with men who've had broken hearts, and in those conversations, you actually do they do share with you how deep it goes. I've even met men who won't get into relationships won't deal with women on a serious basis because of beyond it. And sometimes it when I it used to be when I heard it, it angered me to hear it. Because most of the time it's very good men who are broken and they can't get themselves back together. And it becomes a shame to hear that they can't bounce back from that. So with that being said, I think that in cases like that there does need to be an intervention because you should not base the rest of your life on something that happened in the past. You can't live there. You need to move on. And so and so for some of them, maybe an intervention is needed because if you can't get beyond being hurt and being um, uh, forgotten, being broken down or whatever from a woman, why not? That's not the only obstacles we go through in life. That's just one of the ones that that get you at the gut. But that doesn't mean you have to stay there. Yeah, and I and I think that you know, and let me just say this, and and I and I say this in in you know, kind of agreeing and deciding. When you start talking about intervention, like I don't know if intervention is really the word that I would use, but I think that. Um, the, the the word I think that better describes it is to have, um, just like you said, you you've talked to men before, and I think that they need somebody, a confidant, um, or somebody who they can talk to and kind of pour out. And I think that when you start talking about broken heart, having a broken heart, you start talking about things like irreparable damage. You start talking about things like bitterness. To me, it means they didn't get it out. And, and it's it's that but, thing but, that they've had me, to let sit. Me, let me, let me, let me throw this monkey wrench up in there. I ain't going to lie. When I first saw it, I had to um, hold my tongue because at first I was like, shoot, why don't we get our heart broken all the time and we supposed to bounce back and keep it together and not, not be upset and move on. We're told that. Get yourself together. And women... If we, we're told we got an attitude because women who have gone through a hurt like that might be the one who, when you say, hey, how you doing today? She goes, what? What you want? Ah. And you don't like that. So I was like, well, why can't we feel like we feel? Why do you guys but, think it's okay for them to feel like they feel? And we supposed to just basically get over it and get ourselves together and not have an attitude. Maybe that's just how we handle it to get beyond it. Okay, so I, I want to shift the conversation because we, we're talking about men. I mean, we can have this conversation about women, and maybe we can continue this from, from both sides. But I think in terms of men, when you start talking about men who are emotionally unavailable and, again, talking about this bitterness and, and, and irreparable damage, 
it's because I gave myself to something and for whatever reason it didn't work out and now I have no I have no out. I have nobody who and, and it's it's you know, like women they you you call your girls and probably say, Hey, I'm dealing with this and everybody comes together, you have your chance to get it all out and y'all drink wine and y'all laugh and, you know, get a little tipsy or whatever. Like I don't think that guys do that. And so even with the, the relationship landscape being as it is now, there's still no out. And so now that's where but things why like not? bitterness. But why not? But why not? That's, because I'm, because let's of, stop there. Why not? Why not with men? You all don't have an out. Why not? Again, I think it's it's about trusting at that point. So it's about having a person who you can just be yourself around and be yourself with, which maybe a lot of guys don't have that, especially not another female. I'm not necessarily saying it has to be another female that you can get your out with, meaning you can get it out your system. It might be your boy. It could be your brother. It could be a whomever. But why and I don't get that, you but, have But what do you out? think they're going to say? What do you think they're going to say? Oh, man, just get over it. You know, oh, man, just, and, you know, know. What, even what for do, myself. What do you all What do you all say to each other if one of your boys comes to you all broken up because he broke up with a girl and he heartbroken? What do you say to one another? I mean, it's it's probably hard to say something that's going to take the pain away, and I'm sure that that probably reigns true for males and females. But I think the most important thing is just to get it out. But, again, we as as men you're you're raised to be tough you're raised to 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 keep stuff close to your chest you're raised to um to to be tough and to to take it and so what if you can't and again when you start talking i mean there are different effects of this whole thing and i mean we could probably carry this conversation for the whole show because there're different effects that come with it when you start talking about bitterness you start talking about irreparable damage now there's a possibility of a turn where a person can now go out and just basically try to intentionally hurt other people so that they feel what he feels and that's male and female And so I I say all that to say that there's a piece of that, and, and, you know, like people have been talking a lot about mental health these days. They've been talking words like trauma and the effects of trauma. And, you know, we even have been dealing with that even in our local ministry about the effects of trauma. Right, And so things like this cause you to react a certain way, to now act a certain way. And, again, if you have no out, then what? All right, well, Lars, Lars, let's slow down for a second because it looks like even though we haven't gotten to our main topic, our beginning topic is on to something. So it looks like we have a caller on the line who has a question. So, Hello, Carla. Welcome to a different identity. What is your question? Trina, is this my Trina? Come on, Trina. Oh, Lord, mute her. I just had to call. Hello? Yes. Did she say? I don't know. Something happened. Pam. Yeah, Pam. Welcome back. It sounds. Uh, how you doing, Lawrence? Pam. It sounds wonderful to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm glad That's to have you lovely. back. 
Thank you, lovely. So messed up. So messed up. And I'm not going to keep y'all long because I know y'all want to get to the main topic. I was going to say that Lawrence makes excuses for our brothers a lot, but, you know, you started to hit on something with the trauma. And I had a discussion with a male coach. Well, you know, Lawrence, we kind of had this conversation when um, Pam was last on about why don't men have people to talk to, even if it is another male. We talked about that Mm -hmm. before. And I don't understand why not. I know that you all were raised to be strong and not show emotion, and that seems like that would be the tie that binds y'all even more because you know that that's not realistic. And if I'm going to be vulnerable to anybody, seem like as a man I could have another man or two that I can be vulnerable with because we know that we're human. Uh Right. And, and I so, agree um, because we yeah. all go through something and need somebody that we can release it to. Right. So why do men, so Lars, maybe you can help us understand why is it that men feel like there's no one that they can, most men, I'll say it's most, that don't feel like they have someone they can release it to. You know, I think to be perfectly honest, it may be a sign of weakness. It it may show that you're weak in some way, shape, or form. And so let me give you a perfect example of that or a recent example of that is like Diddy. So Diddy now breaks up with Cassidy. There's been whatever time it's been, and now he's saying, hey, if anybody's seen her, tell her to listen to this. And so he probably is surrounded by people, probably lots of people, but now who can he talk to? Because he put it out in social media world saying, hey, maybe I made a mistake. Hey, maybe, you know, what I thought was is not, and now I need her back. Listen to what? He's, he's not talking needed. to a person. He's, he's not talking what, to a person. Wait, he's wait, talking wait, to wait, social wait, media Wait a minute, you need to help me. You need to help me because I've got a lot to say about that. Why the devil, what did he release for her to listen to? What was it? The lady in my life. Oh, he wanted to make up? Yeah. And he felt the need to put it on social media and not go to her? I mean, he said if anybody sees her. Now, again, I'm just going by the post. That's some BS. But, again, we're talking about somebody who possibly now has their heart broken, right? And so they are trying to, you know, and, and, and so here, here was one of the interesting points that somebody made today, and I listened to the radio, is they, they when, when, when this meme starts talking about it destroys his outlook on love and his future relationships, right, and his inner peace never to be the same again. So now he's at a loss. So maybe he's tried to reach out to her and she didn't re- respond or reply. So him possibly not having anybody to talk to, you would think somebody of that magnitude would. But now you're in a position where it's like, did I make a mistake? And so now you are trying to push out there, hey, if anybody sees her, give her this message. But see, that's, At that's least he problem. did see, that. But, Lord, listen to this. That's what me and Trina are trying to say. You know, as women, and I'm not okay, as women, as well, listen, 
as women, but I, even if maybe this is me, maybe the men just need to hear this. As women, when we go and talk to a girlfriend that we respect, to be honest with us, mm-hmm. if we are wrong, if we're wrong in whatever the case, we expect for her to be honest enough and say, girl, you're wrong. You better go back and fix that. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Why isn't is that true for a man? Why can't he have someone? I don't want to hear that mess about being weak. You're going to be considered weak. You're going to be by yourself. You need to make a decision as a man to have somebody in your life that you can go and talk to when the rubber meets the road and you need an honest opinion about a situation with someone that you love. Because if you mess up and wait too long, that mem that says that once a woman don't care, it is no changing her, that's true. And in the case with, I, I must put this out there, with Diddy and Cassie, he didn't put her through a lot. And he has never married her. I'm sure that bothers her. And then you're going to publicly break up with her after all these years. Now you probably realizing, like, I done screwed up. I got sixes, and she won't talk because she's hurting. Because as women, when we get hurt to that degree, our thought is when a man walks away from us, what did I do to deserve this? Mm-hmm. But you are somewhere as the man trying to figure out, man, did I mess up? Oh, I did the right thing. I got sixes. But yet the woman is all in her feelings like, I didn't did this. I didn't. Why is he treating me like this? And he going to put it out right. on the radio or social media? Get out of here. Okay, so let me ask this question. And, and you know, we, we definitely receive, and I'm not disagreeing with anything that you and or Trina said. The, the part is that you're asking why. And so I'm trying to give you what I believe are the reasons why. Now, when I had my heart broken, there was nothing that anybody could tell me. And and so the weird part about it was I had to sit with that, first and foremost, second of which I didn't know who to go to as the go-to person. I was the person that everybody came to. Who was I going to go to? So sometimes, like, you got to look at the whole thing. And so, yeah, I could have had a person that I could go to, but I'm like, that's the person that comes to me. I can't go to them and tell them, and these are just my thoughts, and maybe they were messed up thoughts, maybe they weren't correct thoughts, maybe they were traumatized thoughts, but those were the thoughts that I was having at that particular time, and I had the same ones. What did I do? What could I have done to make things better? How did I end up this place? How did I not see that this was happening, or did I not want to see? But you know what? but you know what's wrong with that, Lord? That's how people end up in a mental state. Just like we, we're talking about mental care. I'm glad we're talking about mental health with all of this because it's, this is fitting. This is how people end up in a depression and end up committing suicide because they think that it's okay to live in a silo. They don't feel like there's no one that they could possibly talk to because they're the stronger one that everybody sees as the stronger one of the group. So they don't feel like it's anyone that they can go and talk to and release what's going on with them. You know, it's interesting that we had having this conversation, I'm, and I'm going to share something transparently. One thing about the surgery that I had um, is that 
it's known that people go into a deep depression afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in all actuality, you are clinically dead when they do the surgery. And people that have open heart surgery have a tendency afterwards to think about, I could have died or I was dead. Right. And it puts them in a mental place that they aren't prepared for. Nobody can mentally prepare you for that. And I'm comparing that to someone who has no one to talk to because they're considered the strongest one. When you are left to your thoughts all by yourself, that can be debilitating and it can be harmful. Because there are many of preachers, there are many of preachers today that's in their grave that committed suicide. Because they were strong on the outside and they were the one that everybody wanted to talk to, but they felt like it was nobody that they could share who they were and what they were feeling with. That's a problem. And if we have and anybody I listening, I got to put that out there. If we have anybody out there that's listening and you feel like that, then for real, you better call me a lot. We're listening. I might not say nothing, but I'm listening. Because if you get to, I don't want anybody to get to that place because that's a suicidal yeah. place. And I think, you know, because the landscape is different in relationships now, and there are there's so many different things going on. I mean, so many different effects. Like, you only talked about one of them as it relates to, like, committing suicide or really kind of going through a mental, mental pain. But you got people who might stalk. You got people who might mm-hmm. inadvertently try to hurt somebody else, not just themselves, behind this love. And when you're talking about right. stalk, talking about stalking a woman or you could be stalking anybody that comes to her house, and now other behaviors and other things come out of this. So, yeah, it right. is important that you talk to somebody or have somebody that you can talk to. But here's the thing. It's, sometimes it's about availability. Sometimes it's just about it's a pride thing. It's an ego thing. And whether or not it's You're necessary, right, it's, it's something that we deal with. And, and, you know, and we are talking about men right now, but we could possibly be talking to a woman or talking about a woman right now who could be dealing with this, who it could be destroying her outlook on love or her future relationships or her inner peace and never be the same again. So, I mean, it's and definitely again, important. we got to take a commercial. So we'll keep going just a little bit more. Um, but let me say this. Anybody has a question or comment, give us a call, 646-652-2512. Press the number one. I know we're supposed to be talking about this, but I, I felt like when I read this meme today, it was really, really important to kind of talk about this inner peace and or as, as, as Trina came on and talked about the trauma. And what we learned about trauma, and let me say this, I'll say this really, really quickly, is that it's, um, it destroys something or affects something in the soul, right? It's, it's distressing and it's disturbing. And so let's call some stuff out tonight and, and let's try and deal with it, all right? So if you're looking to start a fundraiser or a project, you should join MWHY Radio on We Share Crowdfunding. You can raise money for projects, personal items, events, 
churches, missions, and business projects, startups, and definitely much, much more. Visit WeShareCrowdfunding.com using the backslash of MWHY Radio and click the Y Join button to learn more or even donate to one of the causes, which is at the bottom of the page. Again, that is WeShareCrowdfunding.com. Dot com using the backslash of WHY Radio. Just click on the Y Join button, which is located at the bottom of the page. Folks, we're off to a great start. Welcoming back Pam after being out. Um, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. Have you ever pondered the true meaning of life? Why the world is filled with greed, evil, and corruption? Or if you could truly live forever? The answers to some of these questions are hidden in plain sight and are answered beyond a shadow of a doubt in the new book entitled Wake Up to the World's Best Kept Secrets, Some of the Best Kept Secrets Hidden in Plain Sight. These questions and much more are answered with irrefutable living proof, but more importantly, substantiated with profound biblical scriptural evidence used to support these eye-opening truths with a heavy focus on the current state and plight of the so-called african-americans and black descendants of slaves scattered all around the world this yet-to-be-released book will undoubtedly change his story as you know it wake up to the world's best-kept secrets will truly enlighten or re-educate the so-called african-americans and black descendants of slaves scattered all around the world to read this eye-opening first chapter please visit seventh day publishing If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles so call Miss Thomas today, 804-321-2595. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast network. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. Folks, welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and the returning Pam. Pam, thank you so, so, so much for coming back, and we certainly appreciate it. But I want to I wanna jump back in because I know our time is going to be limited, and I feel like this is going to probably take the rest of the show. Um, and, and so, folks, while we were away on, on a commercial, one of our producers kind of came on and, and, and talked about how 
um, she had a similar conversation with with someone in reference to this same thing, and, and she brought out a good point that I, I want to make sure that we relay um, out to you when when she talked about this person having somebody that he could talk to, but he didn't, and one of the reasons why he didn't is because he felt like or he possibly felt like he was supposed to he was at the point where he was supposed to have his stuff together and so Pam you know whether or not you want to touch on that or not even from the female perspective like you get to a point where you you know we're talking to people who are 35 and over who should have their stuff together tell tell me your thoughts on that it's very interesting that you say that because Again, I guess I'm I'm going to take this all the way back to what I what I presently am dealing with or have gone through. So, you know, I I feel like I'm probably the one who everybody looks at and says, "Oh, she she got her stuff together. She's the strong one. Mm-hmm. You know, she she can't be going through nothing. She she got to have it all together." And that's a serious faux pas because people assume that I have it all together, but I think that. When you go through something like I've gone through lately, um, when you're at death door, you have a different outlook after that about how you handle things. Um, you're more apt to be forthright and not let people treat you like you have it all together and that you're not almost like you're superhuman. They treat you like you're superhuman. She can't. She she can't be going through nothing. She's superwoman. No, that's not true. Um, I have my moments, but I feel like this. I feel like you always have to have somebody, and I've learned this over the years. There has to be somebody that you can be totally honest with about what's going on. It might not be everybody in your circle, but there has to be at least one or two that you could just lay it all out on the table and they're not going to judge you. You know that they're not going to judge you. They're not going to say, why would you do such a thing? Or who told you you should do that? They're not going to question you and make you feel bad, but they're going to listen and offer you distinct advice, wisdom, not judge you. So I think that as women, I think as women, you know, some men might think it's crazy but as women, you know, again, a woman might say, I'm going to talk to so-and-so. And women might get together over some w- bottle of wine and say, I need to have a girl's night. And I need to get this off my chest. Yeah. And then a group of girlfriends they can talk to and pull their bottles out and pull them glasses out. And they just let it all out, let the hair down. They cry, they laugh, they do all roll around on the floor, do all kind of stuff to get it out their system. And once that moment, once they do that, they feel better. And that's you know, to be, choice. Yeah, but to be perfectly honest, I don't think a guy's going to have that type of moment. And, yeah, you might feel it, but you ain't going to have it. And, I mean, that's real talk. I, I don't think that a man is going to – you might have a moment where you get a little emotional, but you ain't going to roll around on the floor. You ain't going to call 20 of your homeboys to come over and y'all just kind of drink it away. I think that even if you do share it with a person, even in a listening posture or a listening perspective, they're going to try to do something to get you out of it. 
you know, and I've heard situations and circumstances, you know, where people go and they get drunk and they hurt themselves and they do all of these different things to try to avoid it. And it's and it's so funny because even like one of the comments of somebody just saying, hey, just get over it. Is it really that easy to just get over? And that's male you know, or it's, female. It's, it's, this is this this is very interesting and eye opening because again, I never ever really thought about it to the extent that we're discussing it. When I again, when I saw the mem, I just thought it was very interesting that there are um, that men didn't have a way to get over. An emotional hurt. I never really thought about the fact that they're not going to do how, handle it how we handle it. I never really thought about that. So when they meet a woman and they saying they're emotionally unavailable and you know they determined that they're going to stay in the shell. As women, we so busy either doing one or several things. We're either judging them like what the devil wrong with him, or we're trying to change them and convince them. And none of those work. You don't think they were? Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're having some more technical difficulties here. Let me make sure I'm still on. Looks like I'm still on. But, yeah, Pam, I I definitely – I do think that there are a lot of men who don't have somebody to go to and, you know, whether or not that's a that's a fault of ours and that's something that we need to look into, it's definitely worth looking into. And so for those uh, gentlemen who are on the line who, you know, have had this particular moment or have had a similar moment uh, where they felt like, and maybe that's something we need to look for, you know, even if you are over 35, even if you are the type of person who everyone else goes to or the type of person um, where you feel like at some point you should have your stuff together, you should still have a a, a comrade, uh, as they refer to it, or a confidant. And let me say it in that particular uh, vernacular of having somebody who you can go to and just simply lay it all out. You know that they won't judge you. You know that they won't, uh, and maybe even asking some questions, but that's just for further clarity um, in reference to the situation, but they won't judge you. And I think that, you know, we all have faced uh, situations and circumstances in relationship where you do become vulnerable, and you become vulnerable to a woman, but, you know, on the flip side of that, I definitely think that you need somebody uh, that you can Pour uh, yourself out and really kind of deal with what you're dealing with in the hopes that um, you can you can deal with it better. Um, Pam, are you back? But you know what? You know I'm here. And you know what's okay. interesting, right. Lawrence, is maybe this is a subject because Lawrence and I are on the um, we're planning something, and I really think that this may be something that we could possibly discuss about how men heal. Because I don't think that there's probably ever been this type of discussion to help a man. Of course, there are things to help women. Is there really something to help a man that he feels transparent enough to share about his hurt, um, either of his own or to help somebody else? You know, women are quick to be, well, I'm going to be transparent and say blah, 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 happy. But men aren't necessarily going to do that. They're going to listen, 
they're going to look at you like, mm, for real, man, that's something. But they are not going to say, I experienced or I am trying to get beyond. That's not something they're going to do. So I think that that's very interesting that we're talking about that tonight, that men, um, that that mem is so accurate and that really as women, we can't, um, that's an area where we can't change a man. That's an area where they have to want to get beyond what's happening and they have to handle it how they best do. I just really fear in my mind, I fear for the fact of, that when they get into these moments, that it could be a mint issue. I'm afraid of that. Well, it, we it definitely is mental. Yeah, I mean, it's mental and it's emotional, but I think that that's on both sides. But here's the other thing, or here's another piece of the puzzle that, you know, I think that we should definitely consider. I mean, you start talking about, like, oh, well, eventually you'll get over it or eventually – Again, I think those things, when you start talking about never the same again, I I get it to some degree, but I think that as you build, um, you know, your relationships or your friendships, like I, I think we've all had those moments where we were vulnerable and something happened, right? The important thing to say is that we can't stay stuck in that place and, you know, Maybe you maybe you do seek a professional counselor or you know a, a a therapist where you have the freedom to say whatever you want and I and I know we we talk about it a lot especially in our communities that there's some sort of stigmatism to it but it's really not it's really not a stigmatism to it because eventually you want to fix the problem and men are fixers by nature. So to, to you know, and, and I know it, it seems vulnerable. It seems like you shouldn't have to do it. But, again, I think that when you start talking about moving forward, when you start talking about getting over it, there's a process to it. There's a process to getting over it and fixing it. And the first part is talking about it. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I want to talk about this piece, too, and, you know, maybe I'll introduce it now, um, and, and then we can kind of talk about it in the last segment. Um, but there's a movie called The Perfect Match, right? And so in the per- – have you seen that movie, Pam? Um, remind me of what it's about. Okay, so it is um, – and I can't even think of the guy's name right now, but Cassie's <laughs> – lo and behold, Cassie is in the movie um, – and basically, she kind of gets with this guy, right? And they, um, you know, make this pact. They make this agreement. Um, and um, Paula Patton is in it. I think, what's the guy's name? I can turn to Jay. He plays a part of Charlie. Where he meets this girl, he basically, she says, hey, I'm just, <clears throat> I just want to play. I don't want to have anything serious. I don't, you know, he was no, a player. No, I did not see that. I did not you need see to that, see that movie. Yeah, it definitely comes into tonight's conversation. So let me just introduce it really quickly. So this guy's a player. He, you know, has all of these women, whatever, whatever. Now he meets this girl. And she basically says to him, is like, hey, look, we can do this, but I don't want anything serious. It has to be no strings attached. So and on her side, she explained all of the rules, right, or she thought that she was explaining all of the rules to him. 
And so now, you know, they go to the point where they start hanging out, they start going out, they start doing all of these things, and he finds out something. He finds out that she's about to get married. His feelings are now into this person. He he kind of found out by mistake. It wasn't like she told him he was he was getting measured for a tux, and he happens to go to the other side to look in the mirror or look in something, and she's on the other side with her girlfriends, and she is standing there in a wedding dress. And so the the movie kind of goes from there, but it it really really depicts this me, where this guy is now. Um, in a place where he is liking this person, he thought it was going to be something, and now his whole outlook on love is is messed up. His inner peace is messed up, and, and he's the type of person, um, you know, to kind of depict it in a movie that's, that's never going to be the same again. So I, I really wanted to kind of set it up, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do that. So, hey, folks, if you visit the MWHY Radio Network site, you will receive a free trial of Hootsuite. If you sign up today, you will receive a 30-day free trial of Hootsuite. Hootsuite's unique social media dashboard allows organizations to manage multiple social networks, engage and identify their audience, and analyze their social media campaigns. Visit mwhyradio.com and sign up for your free trial by clicking the Hootsuite logo. Again, visit mwhyradio.com and sign up for your free trial by clicking the Hootsuite logo. Folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Again, if you have a question, you have a comment um, in reference to tonight's conversation, and we're talking about um, the the, the man (laughs) and how his uh, being heartbroken can and affect him uh, in a special way. If you have questions, you have comments, you know what to do, 646-652-2512. Press the number one, um, and our engineer will let us know that you're on the line and ready to join tonight's conversation. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break, but we'll be back after this. Did you know that one in four people in America live with a mental illness? Do you have the communication skills to help out if one is in a crisis? What if it's your best friend? Maybe your son or daughter? While Crisis Intervention isn't new, the book Crisis Intervention 101 is. It's easy to read, includes links to two videos, and it's under $10. Get your copy of Crisis Intervention 101 today on Amazon.com because we all need help in a crisis. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. 
Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network. The network that helps you. Welcome back to the Different Identity Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. Uh, we kind of got stuck tonight on our intro question, which uh, for those who are just joining the show, we're talking about breaking a man's heart is much deeper than what we realize. It destroys his outlook on love, his future relationships, his end never to be the same again, ever again. And before we went to our commercial break, we, we were talking about the movie Perfect Match, uh, where I was explaining to Pam about this guy, Charlie, who was like a playboy and basically somebody who did not believe in serious relationships. And so he had the opportunity to uh, find this mystery woman. They cross paths. They hook up. They do all of these things. But she set the rules for him in the beginning by saying, hey, this is casual. Um, You know, there's no strings attached and, and all of that. And in the midst of it, even though I think he heard what she was saying, he still caught feelings, right? And so it kind of goes to now he got his heart broke and, you know, because he found out this woman was getting married, like all of the things that maybe he was hearing didn't match up to what he was getting. And so now, um, Pam, he starts to change, right? He has this group of friends that he's around and they hang out. He doesn't want to be with them anymore. You know, he started drinking. He started like, pushing everybody away and there was one point in the movie where the alert where there was one of the other cast members in the movie said to him you do that so well and he said what's that and she said be alone and so oh. in, in, in talking about this whole thing the future outlook on love now I've got my heart broken, so anybody who wants to get close to me was close to me. I now need to push them away. And so that could be the male and female part, but from your perspective or the female perspective, Pam, why does a woman want to push people away? Well, I think that women handle hurt a lot different than men. And for mm-hmm. some women, it's being by yourself not wanting to be bothered. So for some women, it is let's push you as far, or men or anybody else as far away from me as they can until I get it together. Okay. Okay. And and so, you know, like I, um, you know, he, he went through this, 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 I guess, this place of, again, drinking. So now he is trying to take the pain away. And, again, we talked about suicide in the other segment. We talked about trying to hurt others. But, but here now I'm turning to a different type of behavior where I'm either trying to medicate or self-medicate, thinking that it's going to take the problem away. Um, but what it really does is it just makes you make, makes you bask in it a little while longer. And, you know, as we've been basically saying all show, 
it it has to be important for you to find someone who you can talk to about your issue or whatever you're dealing with to try to prevent the damage. Pam, you got any additional insight? Well, you know, I just think that um, I still will just preach this still probably to the day I die. Nobody should live in a silo by themselves. And when you get to the point that you just feel like there is nobody you need, that you can talk to, that's problematic. That is a, a crisis waiting to happen because we all go through something, whereas we need somebody we can release that to. And I just, my hopes and my prayers is that if there's anybody listening that is at that moment and they, they need somebody to talk to that God provides that person right now. Because, I, you know, we have one of the, the things that I see that happens in the world today is there's a lot of mental illness. And it's a lot of mental illness because people are too prideful to either seek help as in medication or seek help as in a, a, a psychologist or therapist to talk to. So we have yeah. to get beyond it as a people and realize we need help. We cannot live by ourselves. Absolutely, and I agree. And I have a I have a good friend of mine who, you know, he was dealing with a situation, and he went to see a counselor. Um, you know, he was dealing with a family type of situation, and he went to see a counselor. And through that conversation, he decided to go and see that counselor privately. So he went in a group setting, but then went to see the counselor privately. And so in in having conversations with him about it, here was the most important thing that he said throughout that time of talking. He said him talking to a therapist or and or a professional about what was going on helped him to learn some things about himself. And so when, when we look at this meme, one of the things that I think about in this meme um, where it starts talking about destroying his outlook on love, like, Learning some things about yourself because there are some things that we do subconsciously or without conscience that could really affect your relationships. And, again, talking to a professional or somebody who, as, as Pam said, can be per- played you know, blatantly honest with you um, and not have not be judgmental but still be able to tell you that you were wrong. And, and sometimes, and I, I definitely do agree that you need somebody to do that, um, so that you learn things about yourself. So now um, your 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 outlook becomes brighter. You can now um, not have to worry about affecting future relationships. And and here's the bigger part is that it doesn't affect your inner peace. When we start talking about never the same, that's a that's a, a you know going backwards. But you want to progress. How do I look at this particular situation and or circumstance? What is what do I learn about myself that's now going to make me better when the next person comes? Because essentially that's what it's all about. And so, Pam, what do you think from the female perspective? Well, I think that, you know, when you go through a heartache, it's meant to teach you something, um, whether it's about yourself or whether it's about the other person. But there is a lesson to be learned. And I always say my personal opinion is that the lesson is always about yourself, whether you played a role in it or you accepted it. But either way, there's a lesson. And once you learn it, you can move on with life and go on to the next step. But a lot of times people get stuck there and 
male or female, and then once you're stuck there, you don't see the light. So you don't see a way out. You just see the same thing, and it happens over and over and over until you get it. And I think as, again, I still will preach, there's nothing wrong with therapy. If you feel like you cannot get beyond a situation, then you need to talk to somebody. All the time, you know, sometimes it's not it's not your friends that you can talk to. And I get it. Sometimes you need somebody who's not going to, you feel like he's going to judge you. You need an outside person. That's why EAP on jobs is FRWE free for several sessions because they recognize and realize that people go through things whereas they need professional counseling. And people need to take heed for it. You know, once you, you do that, utilize it. Get yourself better because, believe it or not, I'm sure there is someone wonderful waiting to meet you because you're probably a great person who ended up in a messed up situation. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and it's funny that you mentioned that, Pam, because even in looking at uh, some of the responses and the memes that started talking about it's harder on. And so, you know, kind of at our closing, do you think heartbreak is harder on a particular gender? Like, do you think it's harder on the female? Do you think it's harder on the male? Or it, 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 heartbreak is heartbreak? Well, I think after, after the mem and after this discussion, I think it's harder on men now. Yeah. I think as I women, women have, women have bounced back. I think that is a mechanism that God gave us. We have bounced back. We We might go through something and we might be down and out for a minute, but we bounce back and keep it moving and get it together. But men, you all don't, you know, it, you, it's not in you because just like you said, you all are the providers. You are, are the ones who, you don't have that nurturing in you like women do. So we have to pull it together because everybody depends on us. But when it comes to the male, as long as you keep providing, we good. And nobody's going to question your behavior. And and let me say this kinda as we as we begin the, the, the descend or the, the, the pull into the airport there. Um it affects your body in ways that you don't know. Like you know, the, the, the hurt, um, the guilt and the the pain of, you know, dealing with heartbreak. You know, we we found out recently like those things affect your immune system. They affect the body, they affect your DNA, and you know, as as you've hearing or as we've been hearing a lot about mental health and mental illness and all of these different things, it's important not to store those things. And so I know we've been talking a lot um, about just preventative measures and or uh, because somebody's dealing with it, and it's, it might be somebody that you know, it might be somebody that you're close to. So what I what I would encourage you to do, ladies and gentlemen, is have this conversation, have some open dialogue, get a group of people together, and have this conversation and find out um, your circle, your friends, what are they dealing with, right? And and, and keep it confidential. Don't go out telling everybody and, and, and spilling their business, because I think at the end of the day, people need a safe place where they can go. You be the safe place and, and, and help somebody Help somebody to help themselves or empower them to be able to have a conversation where they're able to help themselves, definitely. Listen, we, we got to wrap up. I appreciate each and every person who uh, was on this line tonight. Again, 
Pam, welcome back again. Trina, thank you so much for your questions uh, coming in tonight and joining us. For everybody that's on the line, as Pam indicated uh, earlier, um, I, 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 decree, I decree and declare that you will find a person who you can be yourself around, who you can pour out but also be able to be into as well that we take back this place that has been, been trying to be taken away from us, this, this place of mental health that we shift and we find activities or something else that we can do to get us out of this place that you know there 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 won't be a premature funeral or or stalking or you know somebody else getting hurt behind something and 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 again we understand that your feelings are important but under the same token we need to find healthier ways to balance it out so again as we say each and every week uh, again I thank each and every one who was on the line and who stayed on the line uh for tonight's conversation but when you know better what happens Pam you do better so good, good night, night everybody. everyone. Thank you again. It was great to be back. We love y'all. <laughs>